filmmakers, this is not our typical podcast episode where we go deep into the craft and business of directing, but it is all about your business. On this episode, you're going to learn a lot more about me, and we're going to dig a little bit into the woo. We're going to ask, how can knowing about your birth chart and all that goes around it help your film career? How can you take a little more control in circumstances that normally you have no control? Author and coach Bonnie Gillespie, who has been helping actors for years, is going to tell us all about her new company she created, Chart Harmony. And it's all about helping creatives, well, get Chart Harmony. Open your mind and you'll see you just might get something cool from this episode. This is the Working Director Podcast, a show that helps you go from emerging filmmaker to working director. As a filmmaker living in Los Angeles, I've directed over 130 projects, including six distributed feature films, all while helping filmmakers figure out how to level up in their careers. I do this show with one goal in mind, to help you become a working director. And if you want to join us for the live Q&A sessions and ask all of your questions, make sure you join our free private Facebook group by going to theworkingdirector.pro. I love that whether you're into the woo or not, there's something about everybody knows, oh, I'm a Leo. It's Leo season as we're having this conversation. Everybody knows, like, if they are Leo, they know they're a Leo. Maybe sometimes you'll have someone going, I think I might be an Aquarius. But everybody generally knows and feels bonded based off those memes and all that silly stuff. Um, but the truth of it is there is something really cool about talking with someone about their career, their voice as a storyteller, who they are in terms of type and brand using the tools that are astrology and numerology, which is what Chart Harmony is all about. It's not teach people how to understand astrology because it's incredibly complex and nobody needs to understand all of it. But to get your chart in harmony is to understand what it's asking of you and where you can lean into it instead of pushing against it. And to see more and more people who've been in my life, either because I was working as their casting director or because they came to me through self-management for actors, leaning into the woo and getting more and more results that they wanted faster than if we just did the coaching stuff, uh, it became very clear that this was something I could put out on main a little more rather than just having it be the best kept secret for the people who were willing to have these conversations. It's funny how it takes us, sometimes it takes us, really getting pushed out of that nest because you've probably been working on this forever, but you've never been like publicly helping people. And then one day you're like, you know what? I'm going to lean into the woo. Well, the thing is after like every time we would do self-management for actors classes for a decade plus, we would go out after to like the little hole in the wall bar in the strip mall. And eventually it would come around to, oh my God, what's Bonnie doing over there? And I'm sitting with a, a napkin and a pen and people are gathered around like this, like what's going on? And I'm, I'm doing their numbers. I'm doing their chart harmony. I'm doing their big three. I'm telling them about themselves in ways that all the typing exercises and all the about me's can't do. And interestingly enough, it would become like this party trick that people then started asking more and more about. So it's always been something that I've done, but it's been something that's been like, oh, that's just a neat little aside. And in the past couple of years, it's really become, no, no, this is the new business that my angel investor of my existing business has been investing into. What do you feel like is the shift in the actors? Because I know you work mostly with actors with self-management for acting. Where do you see the actors mostly shift? Where are they finding success? What do you think is about knowing this stuff that's helping them find success? It's two ways. One is the macro and one's the micro. The micro is legit the chart harmony color of the day. 
which is like today that we're having this conversation, it's a green day. And so I would tell them, you're going to meet with an agent in the next couple of weeks. Here are the days to stay away from. And because you, you need to know people, no, 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 no people on a blue day and probably no people on a black day. But yes, people on an orange day and a pink day, green and purple, they can go either way. But so I can help them like strategize when to take meetings based on their astrology, the woo weather and the numerology of the day, as well as the targets information if we can get it and if you follow people enough on social you can the micro of it is seriously managing the energy of the day and just like if i told you there's an 80 percent chance of rain today you would take an umbrella if i tell you today is a blue day no people and you go and try to sparkle at a networking event you're going to be miserable and wonder why and it's because you said yes to that event on a pink day or an orange day when networking felt great and felt like a great idea. And then it's a blue day when we get to it. And even if you just watch the moon, you will be able to fix that. Because if you say yes during a fire moon or an air moon to something that's happening in a water moon, you will cancel. You will, or you'll make yourself go and be sick about it. Uh, or you'll get physically ill so as to have an excuse not to go. In the macro, the way that it works is we find ourselves doing things like just letting ourselves off the hook for what we're not and embracing what we are. And when we do things that we don't like, we know that's just my 12th house, in my case, Virgo acting up. And I know what to do with a 12th house Virgo. I gotta give it some attention for a mental health reason because 12th house is all about mental health and how we handle those inner ghosts and shadow work and things that are trying to bug us. And to have Virgo there, as you well know, it's a perfectionist. It's got a checklist. It wants everything to be exactly right. And that's a tough sign to have in the mental health house. So I just know when I get into those obsessive like loops, I just go, okay, Virgo, what do you need? Let's, let's come up with something that we can fix. Let's, let's get a checklist and get some things checked off because that's going to feel like we've completed some things. And then you can lay off doing things like expressing in unhealthy ways in my mental health or obsessions or whatever. Wow. You know, this is, oh, it's so crazy hearing you say this because I feel like without knowing that I've been learning about myself lately that like, I even tell my family, I'm like, I really need to do these three things. And then I can be with you. Like, I can't do not like, don't talk to me. I need to do these three things. And I don't know why. I just know that that's going to make me feel better. And also, it also explains a lot why when we used to play cards against humanity in big groups and you and I would be connected. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Well, but that's true for me in most environments that I go into. If someone is open enough that I can get a feel for their energy, for lack of a better word, but more importantly, their, and more correctly, their worldview, um, I can think like they would think. And it just becomes, what would Jen say here? Which is the whole point of Cards Against Humanity, is what, what would Jen say? Which one is Jen going to pick? And it just becomes easy, because I, I know, based on who you are and your chart, what kinds of things you're going to do, even if we've not spent time together in two years between sessions. Uh, so have you ever had a client, is there, I don't know if you have any specific stories that come to mind, that has come to you and been like, this changed my life, yeah. or this changed the outcome of that event. I don't want to invade anybody's privacy with 
specific stories. But suffice it to say, um, (laughs) there were all the changes that self-management for actors made in artists' lives because it gave them agency. It gave them control in an industry where they don't often control very much. It gave them the ability to identify actor busy work that was being prescribed to them and be able to say no to it gave them boundaries and that of course is all life-changing because it it helps buoy the enoughness when you realize you're not a victim to all the whims of the industry in as much as we all are to some extent but there's always been the creating the hollywood we want there's always been how do we learn the game so that we can get in and then from within we can make changes and so that has mm-hmm. always gotten me a lot of feedback about how life-changing it's been. And yes, it includes specific examples of this agent or this Emmy or you, know, you fill in the blank. This this spouse that I wouldn't have met if I had said no to this project that you encouraged me to do. You know, so you never know. Um, I knew because of what was going on in their seventh house. But then the woo, what it does for me and for them is it helps us get a little predictive. And that's where we're able to not just say, here's the way you're going to feel better because you take control over the things you can control. And you also can wall off and just buffer against the bullshit that's out there that's being fed to you as you must do. You go, I actually, I, I don't have to do that, which feels great. But also you can see, wow, I have this thing that I always do and I always go for. And now that I know that's a thing, I can either get out ahead of it and make sure that that need is fed not by the industry, which makes me a cleaner vessel for creating and interpreting stories, or I can look for stories that specifically feed that. And there's no one right way to navigate a chart or a life, but it's just a matter of knowing what your things are. And once you know what your things are, you can navigate them and be a little unapologetic about it. Like you, I hope don't beat yourself up over, I just need to do these three things before I can be with my family. And I hope nobody makes you feel bad about doing that because you know yourself and you're taking care of your needs, which I think we should all feel Mm. allowed to do. I would love for our audience, if you would do a little mini gen session one, because I'm selfishly curious, <laughs> <laughs> but also so maybe they can understand a little bit because I do feel like people listening who, who are getting this, yeah. who are getting that hit of like, oh, I'm very curious. I want to go to this site and learn more. Yeah. Let's share them a little bit with what it's about. Cool. Definitely. All right. So without, without giving away all your deets, I do have your chart up. Um, and, uh, you, you had said, and just, you guys know, she asked for my birthday, my city, I was born, my time of birth. Uh, I think that was the main thing. Yep. You're a nine. Okay. Old soul, old soul. So numerologically, and I don't actually need birth time in place to do your numerology, but I always like to start there because it's the conversation you can have with people, no matter what their birth info is, because just knowing someone's birthday, you can figure out what year they're in, or you can, if you have their birth date, the year that they were born, you can figure out their number. You were born a nine, which means you've already seen it all. If you believe in past lives, you've already done this trip many times. And there's a sense of... So that's why I'm a cranky old lady most of the time. You are a cranky old lady who's like, (laughs) this shit again? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, it's, It's a lot of, okay, so if I've done all this before, why am I here this time? And so it puts also a level of importance on everything you do because you know I wouldn't be here again if I didn't have stuff I'm supposed to do. And also being a Virgo, you are a healer, you are 
here with a mission to make the world better than it used to be. Your Virgo is at the, t the critical degree of Virgo, which means you're right at the end, right before Libra, but it's also conjunct Mercury and your moon, which means you were born right before a new moon. You uh, have all of this in the 11th house, which is community. And that means everything about you is heal the community. How you get your needs met is make sure that the world around you feels safe. And then when they are all feeling taken care of, you feel like you can take care of yourself. Wow. That makes so much sense on why I keep building. I keep doing stuff for everybody else and the filmmakers around me. And sometimes I feel like to my detriment. And this, this little aside I was just about to do was you got to stop putting yourself last. You have to, because as you know, your body will take you by the shoulders and say, bitch, sit down. Um, You've got to. You don't have to put yourself first because I know no Virgo is ever going to put themselves first. But if you could stop putting yourself last, especially because you need to trust at this point that having put this much into your community, it is its own system. You built a system that works. Let it work. Oh, oh, I got I got to tell you something that just, oh, I want to throw up. Oof, tingles. So... She just said, I need to trust. I've built a system, trust that it works. And I was at a seminar. <laughs> I was at a seminar this past weekend where uh, my mindset coach made us do a, a sort of channeled journaling, which just basically meant we, you know, we took a big breath, we closed our eyes, and when she asked us a question, we just let our hand write what it wrote. And it was really, it was so weird that my handwriting was different even when I wrote. And it wasn't even an I need to, it said you need to. And I wish I had it in front of me, but it was something like, literally, you need to calm the fuck down and trust, that, trust the system. That's literally what it wrote. So you saying that right now is like this double punch of like, calm the F down, Jen Page. It's going to be fine. It is. It is. And it's going gonna to feel a lot better when Pluto moves into Aquarius um, because you have all of this big, um, yeah, you have all this this big Libra 12th house stuff. Um, yeah, it's it's about to start feeling a lot less pressurized, but we still got another, Oh, thank God. Well, we got another 18 months to get through. So. Oh, my God which is probably the whole time I'm building all this. So that's yeah. fine. By the time this is all built, it'll be like vacation. Yes. And I want you to stick to that. I really do. I want you to stick to that. But okay, so let's come back down to chart harmony here. Just looking at your chart, you've got these clusters of energy. You've got a bunch of energy in Virgo, a bunch of energy in Libra, and a bunch of energy in Scorpio. And so that's like a season during which you have all of this energy that's concentrated. And what we look at is where is the dominant element? Where's the dominant vibe? And so what I would do in looking at your chart is say, okay, well, we've got, you are earth dominant. And because of your first house stellium, you are, you can get fixed. Let's talk about that. So fixed just means I don't like change. Don't, don't, don't make things different. That's not okay. Who said you could do that? Meanwhile, Virgo is a mutable sign. Virgo is constantly changing. Virgo loves different, 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 especially with your Mercury there, with your sun. It's like chatty, chatty, chat, chat. I love, I love that getting in there and, and doing the work and seeing things change. But this fixed energy around your, your rising sign, but you've got Uranus there, you've got your North Node there. That means there's a lot of volatility. Okay, all right, so where, where do I want to go with this? 
you are you are mostly earth, which means you believe you have to put in the work. You believe I have to roll up my sleeves and physically get in on it or else it's not going to happen. And I'm going to tell you with Mars and Venus and Pluto all in Libra, all in the 12th house, you're pure magic when you talk, specifically when you talk with one other person, meaning a partner, a coach, a client, not big groups, although you do big groups because of all the Virgo stuff, but the Libra means one-on-one makes absolute magic. And you need to trust that you can have a conversation and then that is the work and it is done. I I really want to sit on that for a second, let it sit in because I am starting this new endeavor. Uh, I, for those listening and watching who know me, know I've been coaching for free and helping people for a long time, but I'm starting this working director whole coaching program where people are paying for a course and getting weekly coaching. And it's been terrifying. And I have to keep reminding myself that people have wanted this from me. Like people are constantly coming to me for this. So I know what I'm doing. I, I'm going to actually replay this and probably on repeat because I needed to hear that. The, the fear comes from your south node in Taurus and a south node and oh, the eclipses are hitting you right now. Okay. You will be completely different by 2024 than you are right now. Wow. There you go. I love that. Yeah. The, the eclipses that especially the ones that hit in November um, are going to really shift a lot for you. But the, the Taurus south node specifically says, I'm coming from a place where it feels safe to be in one place where everything looks the same and there's no change. And then it's coming over to the north node in Scorpio, which is like my whole life is death and rebirth and death and rebirth and death and rebirth. And so whatever that fear is of trusting that you can build a business, another business on coaching people uh, is, is just old messaging. It may not even be yours, but you're going to do it. I just got to sit with you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and you are going to do it You are, because it, it's too, you've got too much, like, I don't want to say volatility, but you've got too much energy coming to your first house, which is going to really reset your self-concept. Does it reset your self-concept when you go from making a, a coffee or a lunch for coaching versus a five-figure package for a coaching year. Like that's a, that's a completely different lifestyle. Yeah. It's scary because, and I, when you were talking about the, um, you know, like being stuck in the old and where I can tell there's something new that I'm supposed to do and learn it's in the coaching part. It's in the, like I'm worth, XYZ dollars to ask for, that's the scariest thing I've ever said. Whether it's in my career for directing um, or whether it's coaching, it's always been hard to go, no, I'm worth more and to, to stick to that. And I think that might be the biggest lesson I need to learn this time around is like, I'm, it's okay for me to be a millionaire. It's like, I remember the first time I made more money in a year than anyone I'm related to. Uh, I was in my 20s and I, I had moved out here to Hollywood with like $1,000. And was like, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it. And I got a Joe job that I was so good at that I immediately got a raise and a promotion. And they, of course, were like, you can go, you know, you can go on auditions anytime you want. And I, of course, believed it. And so I got the golden handcuffs. But mm -hmm. the job was ridiculous and it paid incredibly well. And I was loved. And so, of course, I enjoyed all of that. 
Um, and then eventually I just went, why the hell am I out here doing this? If I'm rolling around on a plastic pad behind a desk, I can do that, you know, back home and see my family. So anyway, point of it was that first time that I actually did something that I had never seen role modeled for me. Um, it was very confronting. And then I realized, but that's the whole of a creative life. We are constantly, for a living, we create worlds that didn't exist before. So why can't we do it in our lives? We expect people to be yeah. able to go sit in dark movie theaters with strangers and watch the things that we've created and go on the journey with us. Why can't we do that with our own dreams and the things that are possible for us? I think that's probably the biggest, one of the biggest mindset blocks for almost every human, especially as creators that like, you know, you're used to like art should be free and I shouldn't make people pay me for what I do. And it's one of the biggest things that I find myself working on with directors is their self-worth and knowing why they should get paid. Like how many directors will get budgets for their projects and not put a line item for their self is mind boggling. And so getting them to be okay with asking for that money and saying that they earn that money is a huge thing that we work on. Well, and that's very similar to the chart harmony work. If I notice that you are lacking green in your chart, I'm going to say the green days in next month's calendar are mandatory that you do things on money mindset because you're already going to have the woo weather pulling in green energy for you. Come meet it. And it's going to become easier for you to have conversations about money. It's going to become easier for you to stop feeling shame around your money story. And artists always, always have a shitty money story, even if they have a lot of money. They have a shitty money story. And it is a lot of it because we continue as adults to do things that all of us, every human did as children. So, so think about this, because everybody as children played make-believe. There is something about those of us who get to do it as adults that is bad or wrong or irresponsible because that's not fair. I don't get to do that, says the accountant, says the banker, says the ditch digger, says, and I'm like, who told you you can't? Who, who told you you can't? Don't make that my problem. Art heals and you pay doctors very well. They also heal. So you tell me, why can't artists get paid like healers of any kind. And I agree that art should be free. And here's the big difference. The artist should get to choose how they put their art out for free, not the buyer. So buyers sp spend enough money on what I do, and I have plenty of resources to give back and to give for free to people in the way of my choosing, not the way of your choosing. I have loved this conversation. Uh, I would love for everybody listening to know how to go to you to get their own chart. Is it chartharmony.com just straight up? Or it is. I'm also chartharmony. Chart yep, I'm also chartharmony on Instagram. Yeah, chartharmony.com. I also have a texting number where I send out like, here's what the woo is of the day. I just opened a discord server. What? I will make sure that every way that you can reach Bonnie and get your chart done is below in the show notes. Check those out. And uh, as well as for you actors who listen, if you haven't read Self-Managed for Actors, every actor I've ever made read this, and I made all the actors in the Emerging Actors program Thank read you. this, changed, changed, changed the game for them, blew their mind to the point where they had to meet Bonnie. We had to get her to come talk with them <laughs> because they were just in awe. So all that will be below. 
Bonnie, as always, I just adore talking to you and everything that you do and all the energy you put in the world. So thank you. Jen, right back at you. I adore you and I am so excited for you in this next chapter of your life. Just looking at your chart, I'm so stoked for what's ahead. Uh, thank you for having me on. It's been an absolute delight. Thanks for listening to the Working Director Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, please rate and review as it helps others find the show and helps us keep making great content for you. And if you want even more help with your directing career, check out theworkingdirector.pro where you can apply to be part of the accelerator that hones in on where you currently are and helps you get to where you want to be. Whether it's this podcast, the accelerator, or our free Facebook community for directors, we're here to help you get to work.